Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I'm your host, Susan Jo Phillip, and these are the major news stories of the day. Caught in May to storm, Vijay Babu moves Kerala High Court seeking anticipatory bail. Blogger Rafai Mehanu's husband booked for cruelty abetment of suicide. Heatwave sweeps India, temperature over 44 degrees Celsius in 14 states. Active COVID-19 tally in India rise to 17,801 with 3,377 fresh cases. Bulldozers must crush vendetta politics, not conscience. Shashitaru speaks of the Jehangir Puri demolition in his latest column for On Manorama. Now let's get into the details. Malayalam producer-actor Vijay Babu on Friday moved the Kerala High Court seeking anticipatory bail in a rape case registered after a Me Too revelation. In his plea seeking to avoid arrest, Vijay Babu told the High Court that the actress has levelled allegations of sexual abuse against him in an attempt to blackmail him. He said the actress approached him seeking chances to act in movies produced by him. She was chosen for a role in one of his films following an audition, he said in the plea. Vijay Babu said, even before and after working with him, she kept messaging him and got close to him, knowing well that he was married. The Kochi city police is understood to have collected crucial evidence in the sexual assault case against him. The police had earlier issued a lookout notice against the actor. The Kerala police has registered a case against the husband of popular vlogger Rifa Mahinu who killed herself at their Dubai apartment on March 1st. The case has been registered against Mehanas under Indian Penal Code sections 306 and 498A. These charges can attract a jail term of up to 10 years. After Rifa, a native of Kakul Balusheri in Kodiko district, was found dead in her apartment at Karama in Dubai, her Kerala-based parents and brother filed a case. In the preliminary investigation, the Kakul police had found that physical and mental harassment had led to the death. Meanwhile, the Dubai police too had commenced a probe over her death. Rifa's kin had lodged a complaint with Kodikod Rural Superintendent of Police, Estrena Watson, seeking a case to be filed against Mehanas as mystery shrouds her death. Subsequently, on the directive of the SP, the Kakur local police carried out the preliminary probe and the statements of Rifa's parents and brothers were recorded. With westerly winds coming from Pakistan, bringing all the heat and darting all the way till Odisha, resulting in a massive heat wave across India with 14 states from west, northwest and central India recording temperatures above 44 degrees Celsius. India Meteorological Department data showed that Allahabad in Uttar Pradesh recorded the highest maximum temperature of 45.9 degrees Celsius and at least three dozen places recorded maximum temperatures above 45 degrees Celsius. Heatwave to severe heatwave swept across Rajasthan, Gujarat, Punjab, Haryana, Delhi, Uttar Pradesh, Bihar, Charkhand, Madhya Pradesh, Maharashtra, Chhattisgarh, Odisha, Telangana, and even West Bengal. Heatwave conditions are likely to prevail till at least May 1st in northwest and central India and for next three days in East India. Due to a fresh western disturbance, there is a possibility of light or moderate rainfall over northeast Himalayan region during May 2 to 4, while plains of northwest India are likely to receive isolated light rainfall during May 3 to 4. 
India lost 3,377 new COVID infections, taking the country's total tally of cases to 4 crore 30 lakh 72,176, while the active cases rose to 17,801, according to the Union Health Ministry data updated on Friday. The death toll climbed to 5,23,753, with 60 fresh fatalities, the data updated at 8 a.m. stated. The active cases comprised 0.04% of the total infections, while the national COVID-19 recovery rate was recorded at 98.74%, the ministry said. An increase of 821 cases has been recorded in the active COVID-19 caseload in a span of 24 hours. The daily positivity rate was 0.71% and the weekly positivity rate 0.63%, according to the ministry. Congress MP Shashi Tharoor has sharply criticized the central government for the recent demolition drive in Dalhi's Jahangirpuri shortly after a communal clash there. Here are a few excerpts from his column, Tharoor Line. The recent demolitions of homes and shops in Jahangirpuri in Delhi following similar incidents in Madhya Pradesh, Uttar Pradesh and Gujarat have again focused attention on the willful vendetta being conducted against the Muslim community. In their zeal to extract revenge, the authorities have demolished a widow's home that was built under the PM Awaz Yojana and shops on lease from the Delhi Development Authority. The government that proclaims Make in India is busy instead with Break in India. The reason for this growingly overt Islamophobia is not hard to find. The need to demonize and other polarize public opinion before elections to rally a large proportion of Hindus to the Hindutva cause. The scales of justice have been replaced by the bulldozer. Selective demolitions have physically assaulted a community whose spirit is already broken. Let us not allow this government's bulldozer to demolish our conscience as well. Speaking of Jahangirpuri, do you know if the demolition at Jahangirpuri is legally tenable or not? Be sure to catch the latest episode of our show Newsbreak with Supreme Court Advocate Pramod Puryankara on all your favorite platforms. That brings us to the end of this episode. Be sure to come back tomorrow. As always, thanks for listening to Daily News Dose.